Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy podcast. I am Lisa Tahir, your host. It's just you and I today. I wanted to jump on and do a solo episode to talk to you about your mental health and share a bit of where I have come from in this area. Being a licensed social worker, as many of you know, working with people in mental health, helping them with anxiety, depression, recovering from trauma, self-harm, eating disorders, all kinds of things that we experience in this human life, being a human being and truly a spirit and a physical body and all that comes with the physical body, our emotions and such. And See if this can offer some help for you and to you with where you sit and stand right now. I entered therapy as a young person at 21. I knew I had some mental health issues to work out. I recall experiencing depression from when I was in seventh and eighth grade from things that were happening in my family and in my life. And I knew I wanted to get help for myself rather than perpetuate those things that I I had seen in my family and in other families and just out in the world. And my therapist, who was a social worker, Marilyn, was instrumental to me in helping me learn to love myself, to value myself more. I believe that's a lifelong journey for most of us, learning how to care for ourselves. And our mental health ongoingly is an important part of that because we're always growing and changing. And pardon me, I'm just shifting the microphone. We're always growing, changing, evolving, and knowing your mental health rhythms, what you're really about, what you really need, and then giving yourself permission to take that time and space is so important. I I think that many of you, like me, listening, watching all things therapy are sensitive, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always wearing your heart out on your sleeve, but internally, you have the experience of being very sensitive to your environment, to people in your environment, that you can often tell what's going on when you walk in a room. You don't need words to educate you or inform you about what's going on. And in fact, oftentimes you read the room, you read a person as being very different than what is actually being spoken. And that can be confusing. I know it was for me as a young person and for a lot of my adult life, perceiving things going on with people, with situations, and it wasn't being spoken or other stuff was being said. And that's that really represents people who are incongruent. It's it's such a 
prevalent thing, I think. And even at times, you know, we might be incongruent. We have a public persona or putting off, putting out the impression we're fine, we're well, everything's good, but there's something going on in our lives and it affects us mentally. It affects us emotionally. And it's important to understand and learn how to trust yourself, how to really give yourself what you need. And I know for a long time, I would compare myself to others and judge myself. Like why can so many people I know like go out every evening, go out every night and do fun things. But like that really depletes me. I feel like overwhelmed if I was to do something social every night. And, and why can't I be like other people? Like what's wrong with me? And the truth is there's nothing wrong with me. And for those of you like that, there's actually nothing wrong with you at all. You just are more sensitive and intuitive possibly to really need some time on your own and by yourself to reflect, to think, to just kind of get get your mind, get yourself wrapped around your own mental health. I know that that's true for me. And I've learned to just be really honest about that. You know, I'd love to go do that, but you know, I need time to myself. And I found if I do things every other night or every two or three nights, sometimes even once a week, depending on what I have going on, that that's actually plenty of time for me to be social and engage at that level. Because maybe you as well, when you engage social, you're actually really present you bring your whole self to the exchange. And not everyone does that. And I know it's not a judgment or a criticism. I've really admired people that can compartmentalize better than I can. And maybe you've been in that same place. Know that it's okay to not be able to do that so well. I actually remember a time being a younger person in college where I started to kind of have the compartmentalizing come undone in my life where I wasn't able to do that so well. And it really upset me. I told Marilyn, my therapist, that like, you know, life was easier when I could compartmentalize and just put something somewhere and kind of wall it off, like shut shut it out, shut myself out of that awareness emotionally. And she explained that actually it's really healthy that I'm not able to compartmentalize like that anymore, that we're meant to feel a spectrum and a range of emotion, even throughout a given day, and to to compartmentalize and cut ourselves off from emotions and awarenesses and insights actually is like cutting a limb off, an arm or a leg or an appendage like that, and you're not fully engaging with others or yourself. And so for those of you that are compartmentalizing, I would encourage you to look at why. Why might you be doing this? Why are you cutting off your emotional awareness to an area of your life, to something in your life? Usually it's because it's painful. It's undesirable. It's it's overwhelming. We don't want to deal with that. But I can tell you that what we don't deal with starts to come up in other ways, typically less desirable ways. And you might end up with a bigger issue had you taken the time out, gotten the help with dealing with the thing you want to compartmentalize. And this could look like big T traumas, abuses, instances where you have been victimized. And we think once we're out of the situation, the emotions go away. And though they certainly abate, they lessen the impact of that and what it did to you psychologically 
having an experience where you weren't safe to be in your body or in your emotions. You had to typically constrict yourself, become smaller in some way, not be seen, not let your needs be known. I know that was the case for me. And though once we're out of those environments and and in our lives and in our worlds, like, oh, thank God that's over. Yet these patterns repeat themselves in our lives where we're not feeling seen or heard. And it really helps to just go there, just go to those places within yourself. Because otherwise, you're going to be minimizing your own needs, not honoring them. Therefore, you won't put them out there. Others won't mirror back what you most deeply need. It could cause you to feel angry, resentful, emotionally aggressive. It could cause you to be verbally abusive. It could cause you to say mean things to others or to yourself that you don't mean and cause problems in relationships with others and within your own self. You might really judge and criticize your needs that are just natural and normal to to be loved, to be seen, to be liked. And there's a little bit off the path of the notes I had jotted down last night to share, but it's really all part of really examining your mental health and addressing your own needs trying not to compare yourself to others who might be able to be more or less social than you to really learn what it is that you need to feel good consistently. And for me, as I was reflecting on this, it really has to do with not being social every night. I need and want, and I take nights to recharge to whether it's, it's, doing nothing productive, so to speak, at all than watching shows I like or movies like I did last night to kind of turn off my analytical and reflective mind, or if it's to really get ahead on writing and researching podcast episodes. I feel really connected to myself when I'm doing things for my podcast, researching guests, planning what I want to share with you. That That's really replenishing for me. I'd often rather do that than be out somewhere, for instance. And then there are other times I love intentional socialization where I plan. Like I know this Saturday I am having Korean barbecue with wonderful friends. I am so excited and I plan around for it creating what I need in advance so I can show up and be present and available emotionally. And I've learned it's not by spreading myself so thin. And that looks different than some of my peers. And it's okay for me. It's okay for you. It's okay for my peers. Some people actually replenish and recharge by being out and about in community at music events. We all need different things. So it's not about comparing and being critical. You know, I know when I was younger, I used to think that people out all the time are really disconnected from themselves. And that's true for some people out and about a lot. That's also true for people that might be really reclusive and cut themselves off from connection with others. It's opposite ends of the same stick, so to speak. So it's really about understanding yourself, having self-awareness, reflective time to know yourself and address how you change throughout your lifespan at different ages. 
And I'm going to pick up with that. I want to share with you the products that I use to help with my mental health. I'm all about natural supplements. They are 100% of what I take. And Magic Mind, which you've heard about, I talk about it almost every episode. Magic Mind is this amazing shot of two ounces. It's a little green drink that I put in my smoothies every day or with some club soda in the afternoon over ice. It's a green, really herbaceous shot that has so many good things. Ceremonial grade matcha, turmeric, lion's mane mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms, echinacea, vitamin C, ashwagandha, I have to look down to say that. I've consistently mispronounced ashwagandha. I want to own and claim that word is speaking it properly. Magic Mind has all these things, only I think it's 15 calories. It's paleo, it's gluten-free, it's vegan, and it really helps your body to have this every day. I notice anxiety dissolving from my mind, from my body after drinking Magic Mind each day. And as my listener, they are giving you 56% off a monthly subscription for the next 10 days or 20% off a single order if you want to try it. The note will be in the show note note at the bottom of this episode. Or you can go, if you have a good memory of your phone out, go to magicmind.co forward slash Lisa T, my name, and use code Lisa T for that discount. Magic. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mind will blow your mind. And in that same genre of of mind health, mental health, I've started a new supplement. I'm so excited. Some of you might have been hearing about, reading about NAD, N like Nancy, A like Apple, D like dog, supplementation. NAD, it's a large words, large three words, is in every cell of our body. And it's depleted through stress through alcohol, through any drug use, through just living life and being tired and feeling anxious. And it's it's uh, in every cell and nat- natovim, y'all, I had a tooth pulled and I feel like words are coming out differently. I've heard they're not. So I'm going to try to believe that it just feels different. Speaking, Natovim with an N is something I've been taking daily. I started this week. I'm so excited to experience the mental clarity that NAD supplementation provides. And as my listener, they're giving you 10% off. The link will be down in the show note. It's just the link. You click on it. The discount's already applied. And try them out. And circle back to me about how you feel. The third, whole food. This is a whole food supplement I take. I am not paid to say this is Juice Plus. I take Juice Plus on my own. I became a distributor this week. So there'll be a link below to go on the website. There's no discount or anything because I'm just sharing this because I love it. It's 17 whole fruits and vegetables 
that are juiced and condensed. It's considered a whole food and we can't eat enough leafy greens, fruits, and vegetables to really have the nutrient density of, of nutrition that our brain and body needs. So Juice Plus, it's four capsules, two in the morning, two in the evening, and it gives you like so much good stuff. There's been Harvard studies, different studies to show how the whole foods are, are digested and processed in your body for your whole optimal health. Go check them out. And I'm really loving Magic Mind, Natoveam, and Juice Plus as a part of my everyday health regimen, in addition to exercise and meditation and having more fun. And that brings me back to mental health, this, this show that I'm wanting to share with you, you and I today. I usually have a guest. I really look forward to when it can just be us together. And I share with you my thoughts and experienced experiences in life. And I'm so excited about growing, about, you know, and really know that wherever you are today, it's a snapshot as if you take a picture with the camera. This is a snapshot of your life in this moment with time moving forward. It is not the end all be all. It is just a step on your path. I find that to be so comforting. And the things that you want to create, the things you want to manifest that aren't here yet, they will come, they will show up in your life. And something to help you with that is think about things you have in your life that you really love, be it people, experiences, even material objects. At one point, you didn't have those relationships. You didn't have those things. And now you do. And they came and they manifested and you got what you really wanted. So use that to trust that what you want is on the way. And there is a gestation period for everything all things have a season, and it's really about finding the best thought, the most joyful thought of appreciation often works for me in this moment that you can find, that you can identify to soothe yourself. And even as I say it, can you feel your own central nervous system just really relaxing? Close your eyes if you can. I'm big on visualization. It's such a powerful tool. Close your eyes, slow your breathing, imagine something you want to desire, a relationship. I intend to be in a beautiful romantic relationship and just feeling into that experience of partnering with someone, really being there for them, really having them, having her here with me, co-creating things like podcasts, writing potentially, and having our own things that we like to do separately. I think that's important to have a combination of both things you share together and things that you value individually so that we're both growing and, and reflecting that in each other, appreciating that. And really like being a cheerleader. I'm so excited to be someone's cheerleader. It's always been something important to me. I'm your cheerleader. I've been my client's cheerleader. I cheerlead myself, you know, and, and really like to have that person to see them grow and change and to have her see me grow and change. It's so exciting. I'm so looking forward to that. And just like other things have manifested in my life, so will she. And play that game with yourself. Go through that thought path as you're driving might be a good time. Just kind of imagine like a car could be a thing. If you're in a car that 
you want to be better, imagine how it'll feel to be driving that better car or what you can even do with the car you have. Do you need to like repolish the headlights? I did that recently on my car here in, in LA. The headlights, they get foggy after a while and you can buy these kits to repolish them and it makes your whole car look better. Like what can you do from where you are to experience more of what you want? And then you start to feel proud of yourself as you take those steps and just see there I have so many shows talking about this in different ways. And, you know, the thoughts you think to yourself, the thoughts you say out loud, our words, that's our words. Our words are actually our thoughts in clothing. And think about dressing up your thoughts, dressing up your thoughts and express them in words that are more accurate. You know, go big, really imagine and speak to yourself and certain others that'll hold the vision with you, what you really want, instead of like dimming it down or trying to make it seem real or doable or achievable. There's a time and place for that. Those baby steps help us to grow. Yet have a person, have a space that you can really go big in your dreams, as big and beautiful and outrageous seeming as it sounds to speak that. It can feel really good. It expands your capacity to receive when you really think outside of the box of what's possible for you, what you believe is possible for you. Because a belief is a thought you keep thinking and who's to say you can't have or do what you really want. Yes, of course you fucking can. Didn't mean to drop an F-bomb, but it's very appropriate there. Praise yourself, affirm yourself. If you've been hard on yourself or others, Go make an amends, make an amends to yourself. I'm so sorry. I've been speaking to you like this and say it to yourself. And if there's somebody you've been beating up on, being harsh with, go apologize. It really is courageous to go say you're sorry and, and mean it. Start to take the steps to change with that other person, people, and yourself. You're going to feel proud of this inner work. Our muscles, our, our attitude is a muscle. Our thoughts, it's a muscle we practice, just like the gym. The parallels are the same. Practice better feeling thoughts. It's going to give you, it's going to generate better feeling emotions, which is going to create kinder, more beautiful words coming out of your mouth and create a better life, a, a desired life. And I'm feeling like this is a really good place to pause reach out to me for therapy sessions. I do Zoom and phone sessions, and I'd love to work with you. My website is nolatherapy.com, standing for New Orleans, Los Angeles Therapy. It's in the outro that will play at the end of this podcast, along with an invitation for you to go rate and review All Things Therapy where you're listening. iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all of those places. Please give me a written review and star rating. It helps so much. I send you all of my love and I wish you the very best of everything as I intend for myself as well. We are all in this together and I look forward to being with you next week where I have a guest. Mwah! All my love. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review All Things Therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. 
reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness, one conversation at a time.